0: Welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and running in 30 minutes or less. You can find me as Winswept Monique on Ravelry and Instagram, or as Winswept Knits on Facebook and Twitter. Show notes can be found at my website at WinsweptKnits.com. This is episode 57, and today is January 17th, 2018. Apologies for the delay in recording last week. My boys have been passing a virus back and forth. Actually, this may end up being a shorter episode. I'm currently squeezing in the recording at nap time while one of my sick little kiddos is napping, so we'll see how far we get. Also, I am using a new microphone this week, so we'll see how the sound quality is. First up, we have the Be A Helper Craft Along. This is still going until February 15th. And once again, you can make anything for any charity. Whips are awesome. Did you finish a charity project back around the holidays? That counts. The Craft Along started on December 5th, so go ahead and enter that into the FO thread. Next up is design news. Soon I'm going to be starting a test knit for a sleeveless top in fingering weight yarn. More details will be coming soon, but if you're at all interested in knitting uh, sort of a, a light, breezy... Sleeveless top for summer, please send me an email. You can reach me at windsweptmonique at gmail.com or go ahead and send me a PM on Ravelry. I would love to hear from you. FOs. Well, since we had a delay in recording, I actually have an FO, which is really exciting. I finished the second stock. I started in the uh, what I'm calling the un-Christmas socks. I uh, Completely done. I do have to weave in the ends, but the knitting itself is complete. Uh, quick reminder: These are the socks. Um, a friend of mine asked to be added to my queue of knitting about a couple weeks before Christmas, and I said, "You know what? You want socks? I'll make you socks for Christmas." At this point, you're not going to get them on Christmas, but I'll just mail them to you when they're done in January, and it will be your Christmas gift. So, they are now done. Got to weave in the ends and drop them in the mail whips. So I've got a couple whips I've been working on. Um, not as many as I thought. I, for some reason, I thought I'd been working on a lot of whips the past two weeks, but I really haven't. I have put another inch or so on my boxy by Hohe Locatelli. I'm using a bamboo lace weight from Spinaway Farms that I picked up at Rhinebeck two weeks two years two or three years ago now it is variegated in cool blues from a nearly white to a nearly navy and it is a lace weight so it's a little bit lighter than the boxy pattern technically calls for but with the extra amount of space in a boxy it's going to be perfectly fine i have no concern whatsoever and i've done the math for the sleeves the sleeves are going to work out fine it's close enough i have picked up the find your fade shawl again As I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I'd put this one down because I was not happy with the yarn that I'd spun. Uh, I spun this yarn back in Tour de Fleece when I was going for a quantity over quality, and I kind of spun a rope. Really, Not quite as bad as a rope, but it's just not pleasant to work on. So I went ahead and just kind of smushed up the ball of yarn and had my kids bounce up and down on it and threw the ball around a bit, and that actually seems to have helped just to distress it a little bit. It's a lot softer already. This is the Find Your Fade pattern by Andrea Mowry. I am still on the second lace section, which I think I've been on since October. I'm still in the first color, which we dyed dyed with my boys using raspberries. And I don't know what it is. So this is going to quickly segue into knitting fail because I have a mental block when it comes to this pattern. And it has nothing to do with Andrea Mowry. She wrote a great pattern. This is all on me. I keep screwing this pattern up. I have lost track how many times I re-knit the first row of the second lace section. It is not a difficult line. If you can read a knitting pattern and you can, you know, decrease and do a yarn over, you could follow this first line. I've knitted at least five times. I, I, I don't know what it is, but this pattern, for some reason, I just cannot seem to get it clear in my head. I can't Picture it. Now, maybe once I get to the third or fourth lace section, I'll have it in my head better. I've gotten better with the garter stitch sections. And one thing I do notice is that on the wrong side rows, there are increases, and I keep missing one of the increases. Almost not every row, but probably at least 65% of the rows, I'm missing the second increase, which throws my numbers off when I get to the lace section. So I find myself at the end of the garter stitch section kind of shoving in inconspicuous increases so I have the right numbers going into the lace section. But in the lace section, I'm still just throwing myself off and I don't know why it is. I just, I have a mental block with this pattern, which is frustrating because it's a great pattern. I know a ton of people who've made it, who love it. I mean, I love the ones I've seen and, and, and felt and tried on in real life. It's a great pattern, but my brain Maybe it's because I pull it out every time I'm tired, and, you know, I've got two little ones, so I'm often really tired. <laughs> so that that's probably not helping matters much. But anyway, I'm going to keep going with it. You know, I'm, at this point, I may not finish it till Stash Dash, which that's okay. I'll have about, a you know, 900 yards to throw into Stash Dash, and I will have a great shawl to wear on a cool summer evening at the beach or something. It'll get done eventually. One more thing added to whips I nearly forgot about. I am working on a new design. I can't talk about it yet. It's another summer knit. It's inspired by the musical Rent. I'm actually planning on releasing a series of patterns this year based on Rent, or I should say inspired by Rent, and I think a lot of you will like them. I can't really talk about it much now, but I will talk more about it later if you're interested. On the run, so I have been running and swimming, and I have been strength training. Nothing particularly special, just trying to, you know, slog through it all. But that does bring me to the next section, and I have been calling it running talk. But I'm going to change the name of the next segment to fitness talk because when I, when I started this podcast, my goal was to take you guys on my journey to running half marathons again. But with the knee injuries I've had the past couple of years, obviously that hasn't happened yet, has it? (laughs) Oops. Um, So, you know, I'm going to change with the times and we'll call the section fitness talk. Some of it will be running. A lot of it will probably be running related, but not all of it. Not all of it has been running related in the past. This is just a kind of a more all encompassing. So here we go. Fitness talk. I needed to learn a lesson recently, and that lesson is learn to admit when you need help. This could apply to running, knitting, or something else entirely. Uh, in my case, in particular, recently, it's been swimming. As you may remember, I mentioned that I had signed up for a 100-mile swimming challenge at my local YMCA as a way to sort of, you know, get my butt in gear. A few weeks ago, I tried to do some legwork at the pool, holding onto a kickboard with my hands and just Kicked my way across the pool, and I realized my legs really aren't doing much work at all. Like I just kicking, alone kicking, to the other end of the pool. I was so hard, like ridiculously hard. My legs were mostly dead weight behind me when I was swimming, and my arms have been doing probably 90% of the work, give or take, which explained why I was so exhausted after swimming relatively short distances, yet my legs felt really fresh, and I would often go run or walk a mile afterwards. So after trying to figure out what to do and realizing I don't know enough about proper swimming form to even start to correct myself, I signed up for a single one-on-one swimming lesson at the Y. And aside from totally kicking my butt and leaving me incredibly sore that evening, I learned so much. I learned what I was doing wrong, why it was making swimming harder, how to correct my form, tools I can use to get back into good form where I'm forgetting and slipping into old habits, mental reminders I can use to correct my form while I'm in the lane, you know, halfway down to keep it going. In short, I got professional advice that was worth way more than the $35 I paid for a single swimming lesson. What I learned is making me more efficient, stronger, faster, and in my case, is quite literally propelling me towards my goal. So, so far, I've reached roughly one and a third miles swum so far this year. I have a lot to go. That means I've got 98.7 left. Uh, You know what? I'm fairly confident now that I can reach the goal. I have a lot of hard work ahead of me. I may even sign up for another one-on-one class in a few months once I've sort of mastered what I learned this time around to refine my technique even more. But it all started when I admitted to myself that I needed help. So if there's something you've been struggling with in your life, I encourage you to seek out help. If you're stuck on a knitting pattern, sign up at your local LYS. They have a lot of them needing help classes for a small fee. Sign up for one and go. Get the help you need. If you're looking to Boston qualify in a race and you just can't get over the last few time hurdles, go find a running coach, even if it's just for a month or two. If you're struggling with depression or anxiety, seek out a mental health professional. I'm not claiming that finding an expert will solve all your problems. It won't. I can guarantee you. It won't. Goodness knows I have hours and hours of work in the pool ahead of me to really get better. But when you find someone who can give you the tools to help you move forward, you'll be glad you did. So I'm going to end it there. I hope you all have a wonderful week ahead of you. I should also throw in at the end here that I will be at Vogue Knitting Live on Saturday, January 26th. If you see me there, feel free to stop by and say hello. And let's keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye.